About a month ago, a dear friend of mine told me of a research study that was done at Harvard University. And in this study, they took a room of people that were all aware of what was being done. And they invited other people in to this room. And during this study, which most of the people in the room thought that it was just a, a teaching event, the professor took an equation and in that equation he came to a conclusion that was not correct. After giving the answer to the equation, now remember, 95% of the people in this room were aware of the study. The other 5% just thought they were there for a teaching event. The professor gave a, a conclusion to the equation that was incorrect. And he said, all of you that know this is correct, raise your hand. And in that moment, 95% of the people raised their hand to say, yes, that is correct. The other 5% that were invited into this environment that knew it was not correct, obviously incorrect. They all looked around the room at all of the hands that were raised. And eventually, every one of them raised their hand as well. The scriptures tell us, be ye not conformed to the ways of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know what is the good and the perfect will of God. A mind that is stuck on conforming to the world will never know the will of God because it's more concerned with conforming to the ways of this world. This was a very prime indication of how we will go with what's flowing. I remember watching a TV show and the woman found out that her daughter was seeing another woman. And she said to her, but you just got out of a marriage to a man. And she said, mom, I'm fluid. I flow whichever way the waters are going. The waters of the Lord only flow one way. I look around the fellowship today. I do not see the fullness of the will of God. The world has come into many of the fellowships and we have configured to their pattern. I remember as a child the righteousness that I saw in what we call the church. I remember the alignment and the demand of correction where things were wrong. But we're no longer living in that world. Because in most cases, many of you aren't gonna like what I'm saying, but the truth is the truth. The prophets of old called the house into order. Ezekiel was told, show the house to the house. The biggest problem that we have in life is when we can't even see where we are and what it is that we're doing. So many people in what they call this self a marriage or relationships, but everything that they do is catered around the satisfaction of their own heart. The scriptures say to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy mind. One of the biggest problems we have is we fail to love him with all our heart. So our mind has power to dictate over the desire of the heart to be pleasing to God. What I would ask you today 
If I were to ask in a room of, quote, Christians, are you following God? Is it your intent to please him? Everyone would say yes. But the reality of it is most of us, if we sat down in the silence of our bedroom and weighed our life, we'll find that we're more aimed at pleasing ourselves than we are the spirit of the living God. This isn't gonna make everybody happy. Some of you have already turned the video off, but that's okay because you're where you are and wherever you are with these, you may be somewhere else in your heart. God does not judge you by the content of your hand, but by the content of your heart. And he has a patience to deal with you until you could reach that place in your heart where he abides. The apostle Paul said, I, I've been dealing with a affliction in my flesh. And I know that it was a social or moral issue because God had to tell him, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. But we got first have to recognize that there's a weakness. When you recognize that there's a weakness, then you have more of a humility when you come before God. But when you think that you got it all together, just like that suit and those fine gator shoes you're wearing, you might find that you're not as perfect as you think. In the garden, Jesus said, if there's any way, let this cup pass from me. He knew that he came to die. There was no other way. But yet he intended for us to know that he understood humanity, the humanity of man. I don't want to do it. But he ended by saying, nevertheless, your will and not mine. God understands the failure of the hand, but he also understands the power of the heart. Where are you in your walk with him today? Are you simply walking for benefit? Because everybody's talking about how good the Lord is. But how good are you to the Lord? Your family needs you today to be evidence of the glory of God among them. The world around you, people that you might never even directly meet, they need to see God in you. Not an act of godliness on Sunday morning, but the very manifestation of his spirit in you. Going throughout the, the let's forget about the grocery store and the gas station. Let's talk about in your driving. Some of you live in cities with subways. You find some of the most selfish behavior in the subway. Everybody's got to get where they're going. And their attitude is, I got to get in front of just one more person. Are you getting in front of everyone for your own game? Or are you getting in front of them that they might be evident of the fact that God is with you? Something to think about.